You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. I'm Rachel. And I'm Audrey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Um, oh today we God. have a special, 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 special guest. We do indeed. I'm excited. Um, this is my sister, Madalena motherfucking Barbet. <laughs> I like my intro. Hey, Hell yeah. You're welcome. welcome. Middle name Nina. motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, my middle name's Monique, but... Similar. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah, because M's. Yeah. Alliteration. I love Similar alliteration. But different, Is that right? a Leo thing? Um, I think it's a U thing. Oh, okay. Well, I love alliteration. <laughs> so speaking of <laughs> Madalena and Leos, it is Leo season, everyone. Hey! Welcome to Leos. <laughs> welcome to Leo season. Uh, and that time. is... Exactly, and that's why we have my sister on the podcast, because it's Leo season, and she is the Leo in my life. Hmm. Always have been, always will be. Yep. Yep. Any other Leo comes in, and I'll fight him off. Yeah, because that's what (laughs) Leos do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it's an exciting, it's exciting, because, you know, I've now had basically my entire family on the pod. Yeah. Uh, I need to catch up, don't they? Yeah. Next, we got to get Slutty Nick on. Yeah, Handy P, Handy P, ready for Libra season. Yeah, exactly. But let's not talk about Libra season because it's yeah. Leo's Seriously, turn. Seriously, I'm honestly offended. No, I have some Libra in my chart. Yeah, you do have some Libra. What was it? My Mercury? No, my no, I'm a Mars, Mars Libra. Yeah. It's your Mars. I love how Audrey knows my chart almost better than I do. <laughs> I memorize that shit. So, uh, Rachel, what's your internal weather? Um... What is my internal weather? I feel like it's like a warmish day and I'm a tree and I need some water. It hasn't rained in a while. Mm. I'm feeling a bit arid. Mm. I love mm. that word. Arid. Yeah, it's, it's, a, great it's word. a good word. It's yeah. a good word. I haven't heard it in a it's while. It's probably actually. just because it's, it's fucking hot in London today. It's 34 <sighs> degrees today. What? Yeah, mate. Why you missed out. Why is wave right when I left? Wow. It's supposed to be hot and sunny here today, it's but right now it's and not, and I'm actually quite it's pissed about it. cloudy as fuck. Yeah, okay. so just for context, um, I have left to come home to Sweden, and Rachel's still in London in our little flat. Still in La Landre. Uh-huh, La Landre. Mm. In Warm. the lingerie. In the lingerie. <laughs> Audrey, My what's name yours? rhymes with laundry, anyways. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> Okay, that poses a good question. What is your internal weather today? My internal weather, uh, definitely feeling salty, but like kind of like sea salty, like the breeze. Um, and it feels like you can feel some storms coming. It feels a bit chaotic, a little bit like pressure cloudy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, like kind of chill, like kind of surrender, you know? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's my vibe. It's beautiful. Thank you. Madalena, what is your internal weather? Oh, this is the first time I'm doing this. Oh, my God. I'm, like, I'm nervous. No, are you I emotional? Like, yeah, I'm a little emotional. I'm a little nervous. I just have a lot of feelings. No, um, I feel like my internal weather is, like, um, you know, like, after you've been to the beach for a day where you're on one level feeling real good because it's like ah I've been swimming I've been in the sun but you're also a little sticky and a little bit cold Mm -hmm. so I'm like post beach I've got a sangria in my hand life is good but I'm also like a little bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I think that's just because I'm a little bit tired right now (laughs) I'm a little bit uncomfortable (laughs) no I'm not uncomfortable that's probably a bad way to describe it it's more like I'm just like I'm here, I'm experiencing, there's, you know, things on both sides. Mm-hmm. That sangria. Mm. Got that sangria. I just want sangria. That's really it. Yeah. I just yeah. want sangria. Summer no, I, I feel good. saw you about good. sangria yesterday. I saw you about starting a mm. wine party and having sangria. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh. But yeah. remember, like, what was it, last week we were in the park and someone had pims and I was like, oh my god, sangria. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, um, it's did they, him. Yeah, did they yell I at you? I just spat everywhere. I'm so sorry, Madalena. Wow. Well, now, okay, now my internal weather is I'm being rained on by fucking saliva. That's my internal weather. Rain. Why am I so spitty Do right now? Do you have an umbrella? <laughs> I think I'm going to need it for the rest of this podcast. No, you're just spitty around me. No, I'm not. Where's my coffee? I don't know why I'm spitty Oh, yeah. Right and my, other, my other internal weather is that I have coffee and I'm drinking it. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, so... um. 
<laughs> I can't get over my spit, my showers. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So that's that's fun. Thank you so much for your um, for your internal weather. I wanted to do a tiny introduction for you, and I was wondering what your sun, moon, and rising is. If you can tell the little asses. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what our fan base is called. <laughs> oh, oh, I like the idea of the little asses, the Astros. Like a... Oh, butt plugs. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. <laughs> little anal beads. <laughs> the beads. <laughs> the little. little <laughs> I like like your ur- uranal beads, like uranal. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my that's god. cute. Oh, yeah, I like it. Our grandma's really gonna like this episode. Yeah. Hi grandma. Hi grandma. Shout out uranal beads. <laughs> um, yeah. So my I have a son in Leo. My rising or ascendant. I don't know what you prefer. You can do either. Yeah. My rising is in Aquarius, and my moon is in Taurus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good it's the vibes. perfect trifecta. Oh, okay. It's the perfect oh, alignment. <laughs> okay (laughs) i'm just kidding well well (laughs) am i no i mean yeah i i enjoy the little spread of the elements you have Mm -hmm. um it's a good vibe yeah it's a good vibe the vibes are good the vibes are immaculate immaculate (laughs) Immaculate vibes yeah it's a tiktok thing oh okay i'm not that cool (laughs) or not that lame depending on your view Mm. Um, yeah, so so as we said, today we are doing Leo, because it's Leo season. And so, to go over a little basics, the symbol for Leo is the lion. Rawr! Rawr. <laughs> Why? We did not plan that one. We did not plan that. <laughs> Rachel, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just listening cool. to you. Oh, cool. You just looked really <laughs> oh, Well, it's because what we just did was so fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't um, funny. Not good. Not <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. We entertain each other, we but do, that's what do. matters. Uh, so the element is fire. The modality is fixed. The ruling planet is the sun, because in astrology, the sun and the moon are planets. See. And the ruling house is the fifth house, which is the fun, the creativity, the play. The inner child. The inner child, but also, weirdly, the sex. Mm. Oh, oh, I didn't say so, Wait, who who came up with astrology? Was it the Greeks? Because it was it's all the bitches. Like there some yeah, it's shit. like there it's, were a lot of pedophiles. It's it's oh. well old. It's older than the Greeks. It's very oh, old. Okay. It's very old. But it's not that they hold in tandem. It's just similar energies. No, no. I'm just I just want to make it clear to everybody that there were many of these famous Greek philosophers that we hold up high and who mm, were, true, pedophiles. were pedophiles. Well, 100%. here's the thing. I'm not an expert on this, so maybe someone fact check me. But I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. You for, At least you're honest. Yeah, thanks for Opinionated, being honest. but honest. I'm not, I, I'm not sourcing myself on this podcast. Parentheses. Author. Year. <laughs> page number. Harvard referencing. Close parentheses. Yeah, Harvard <laughs> referencing. In-text references. Oh, God. Footnotes. <laughs> I'll oh. give you guys my bibliography at the end of it, okay? Yeah, Fuck go me. for it. That tickled my So, yeah, so, <laughs> so the ruling house is the fifth, and the order then is five out of 12. So it's the fifth sign of the zodiac. Not number one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, bitch, Aries is number one. Ah, that chaotic little bitch. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She a little chaotic baby. She is. Shout out, Noor. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, keywords, and this is a mix of kind of like the positives and negatives. Um, and so we have brave, playful, confident, dominating, stubborn, show off, charismatic, vain, warm, generous, honest, loyal, dramatic headstrong selfish proud theatrical and vivacious mm. oh i like the way you say vivacious vivacious oh it, do you say also vivacious, vivacious. i think it's yeah. just american like pronunciation Americana. yeah yeah vivacious vivacious but i like vivacious. But, but i think vivacious probably sounds better because it it's derived from like the same origin as vitality right mm. so it's like so yeah Vivacious. So maybe you got it right, you know? Probably, as always. Um, moving <laughs> on. Suck my dick, Audrey. <laughs> Rachel, uh, mythology, take us away. Sure. So um, Leo is one of the earliest recognized constellations. Um, and kind of the earliest date we have evidence for is about 4,000 years before the Common Era, so 6,000 years ago. And it's the Mesopotamians we know no, definitely knew about Leo and held Leo to esteem in their astronomy, astrology. Um, unlike Cancer, which in our Cancer episode, we talked about the fact that Cancer had not always been a crab. 
Leo has almost always been a lion. There's like barely mm. any evidence for it being anything other than that. Um, Hell yeah. And that's across cultures as well. And in other kind of cultures, geographies, times, it's been known as Shir, Simha, Artan, and Aryo. So there's like lots of different names for it, but it's mm. always a lion as a symbol. Um, the kind of best story I found is, is greatly not the Greek one, because sometimes you get a bit bored of telling the Greek stories, but uh, is from... Uh, Sumeria which is one of the ancient Mesopotamian civilizations and they think Leo is connected to Humbaba which was the demigod uh, what do you call it when it's like got a lion's head and then like wings and scales it's like a mixture of creatures I can't remember what it's called but you know what I mean oh yes oh my god what is that called hybrid <laughs> yeah what is that I can, I can picture it in my head you know I what can't. I mean right um mm. But anyway, but was predominantly a lion. And Humbaba guarded the god's divine realm in which was believed to be called the... It was the cedar forest. And it was meant to be a cedar forest. And we kind of believe that was meant to be in Le- what is modern day Lebanon. Um, Lebanon? Le- Lebanon? Lebanon. Lebanon. I think that's another American British pronunciation. Like Lebanon, yeah. Lebanon. I think it's just, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, pretty sure. So much. <laughs> um, and so there are also, quite interestingly, different accounts of the kind of stories of Humbaba. Some depict him as um, being very terrifying and he was he was placed as the guard to scare away humans. And then there are others that kind of depict him as the king, the king of kings, the king of the forest and being very much loved by the other creatures in the cedar forest. And that um, Gilgamesh, who is the hero who eventually killed Humbaba, um, was actually just like, a big aggressor who wanted to destroy the forest where in other stories Humbaba is the aggressor and Gilgamesh like mm. saves them saves everyone you know classic patriarchal bullshit mm. um but one of the things I found most interesting in the kind of versions of the story where Humbaba the lion demigod is um kind of the antagonist um it's talked about how inscriptions of him like drawings of him his face is drawn in a single coiling line which alludes to haruspicy which is the divination practice of reading like entrails like human and and animal entrails and so there's something there about uh his kind of divination qualities and also his relationship to being quite scary and being unnerving to people because like that kind of practice is used to look at things like death and more kind of darker sides of divination yeah which i thought was so interesting um and then the classic greek one is that leo is the nemean lion that's killed by heracles as part of his 12 labors heracles being hercules in roman mythology um Mm. and then zeus classic was like oh lion let's put him in the stars (laughs) <laughs> throw him up there throw him up there why not belongs in the stars um a bit of astronomy because i wanted to share this even though it's not mythology because it's interesting is that cool is that cool audrey oh yeah oh <laughs> uh, sorry i thought you froze for saying i was like i'm happy <laughs> do it definitely cool with me yeah. it's funny because audrey i can like see you only through the bits of the mic so i just oh, see yeah. like your eyes in between it's so funny um so the brightest star is called Regulus in the constellation of Leo. And actually Leo as a whole is one of the brightest constellations. It's quite easy to see with the naked eye. Madalena's like, yeah. I'm, I'm vibing with that. <laughs> I'm like, brightest eye. star, bitch. Well, no, I'm at the brightest star part, but I'll take the naked I part just, too. Yeah. Do you have to be naked to see it? I'm nude right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Honestly. <laughs> they would know. I know, the they wouldn't. They would. Imagine if we're just like, we're just like, you know, we all sit here naked and record the pod. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we forgot to tell everybody this is actually the nude podcast. The nude yeah, podcast. that's yeah. why it's called astrology. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Pass out. So, yeah, Regulus is the brightest star. It was known by the Babylonians as the king star because it's so bright. And Leo also contains lots of really big and really bright deep sky objects. So it includes the Leo triplet, which is three very, very beautiful spiral galaxies. I highly recommend going and looking at pictures of them because they look wonderful. Um, There's that. There's also this like really massive gas cloud that's really beautiful that surrounds a couple of galaxies in Leo. Um, And then this is also where uh, in Leo, in the constellation, is where the cosmic horseshoe is. I don't know if you guys know about this. Cosmic horseshoe. No, the cosmic horseshoe. So it's it's two galaxies um, that basically because of it's physics. I don't I entirely understand it. I only got a B in GCSE physics, but um, 
you the the light from one galaxy bends the shape of the other so it looks like a horseshoe uh, okay it's really cool. beautiful it's really cool um i think that's it someone's gonna tell me i'm fucking wrong <laughs> i don't give a shit but you say but you say things with conviction so yeah it's all pluto that matters, in the first so house that, that's pluto in the first house energy yeah you, you think you're right you're i think right. i'm right so i'm right you know yeah. <laughs> Um, but that was that was the best of what I found. It's a lovely constellation to look at. That is awesome. I feel like yeah. I relate to a lot of that. The part about the large <laughs> gas cloud, I really relate to. Like honestly, me. Um, yeah, I relate to most of it. I think <laughs> I'm a really bright star. Hundred percent the gas cloud. I'm though. a really. I'm definitely the king star. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the king star, and I'm definitely a large gaseous object. <laughs> <laughs> Catalina, the large gaseous object. I love it. That is so poetic. Mm. <laughs> Thank it's a beautiful you. image. Do you um, want to tell us about the sun in Leo, Audrey? Yeah. So sun in Leo. So this is fun because I'll read the file. Obviously, I grew up very closely with a Leo. Standing that's me, just yeah, to be clear, everybody. Sitting next to me. Um, and so like... I've been quite familiar for a long time about Leo qualities. Mm. Um, the sim- similar amount to how I'm quite familiar with Taurus qualities, you mm. know, just being that. Um, so, for Leos, there's a mission to radiate a concentrated sense of self. Now, if we if we kind of think about it, this is more of my own learning, how I think about it. If we think about Leo and it being ruled by the sun and the sun being yourself, your identity, your ego, mm. right? And so it has all of those kinds of qualities. So it being in the sun placement is a very like kind of comfortable placement for the sun to be in Mm. because it's comfortable in self. It's at home. It's at home. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's like Rachel, it's like your moon being in cancer. Mm. It's a comfortable placement for the moon to be in because it just like naturally is harmonious there. Mm. Um, So uh, it's easy to like Leo suns because they're open hearted and friendly they're great oh. at working the crowd. They have a radiant presence in a room, uh, and they are contagiously fiery, uh, which I totally get because I get <laughs> like definitely like affected by Leo energy a lot. Um, so they have a hard time with the mundane as they like adventure. I think that's kind of similar to to like Sagittarius as well, mm. just having a hard time with the mundane. Mm. Um, they like adventure, fieriness, excitement. Um, but also for Leos, it's also about luxury and drama and action. Um, and action, again, fits with all the fire signs. So many are social extroverts. There's a lot of Leos that like, like I, I would say probably most Leos you meet are probably social extroverts. Mm. Or they might not feel that way, but they might also just seem that way. Like, not yeah. all of them, but a lot of them. Mm. Um and they they enjoy the game of like romance and of dating and it, everything's Ooh. kind of like playful in that uh, very strong willed and loyal um, and now this loyalty starts from loyalty to themselves before it stems out to others uh, so you might have quite like good boundaries and I think mm. you have quite good boundaries that also yeah. happens with your Taurus moon as well yeah it's something I've, I've worked on to be it's clearer but i feel like mm. yeah i've always been pretty loyal to self yeah, yeah. Mm. You, if you if you screw with me then like i'm not gonna be mean to you but i'm gonna cut you out of my life uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so so yeah so the dark side of leo can be really like dissatisfaction so and this dissatisfaction will have you feeling like dethroned or like uh, a hurt pride um which is interesting to like have a because not every sign feels like that when they're Mm. hurt or dissatisfied um so leo children are natural performers um and i would say so that is as well like leo children that i've interacted with even like that rachel and i babysit a leo child Mm. being a very natural performer a natural like kind of attention seeking performer such Um, a also drama no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) no but also like quite entertaining as children you know yeah oh yeah oh my god and so they want to entertain so creative very creative um so but can be the kind of typical diva type that is definitely part of a leo thing um, a regal heir because of this kind of luxury and and think of the lion being this kind of royal noble subject you know mm. um and so leos also feel important and that is interesting because some people can then take that as like arrogance and ego but they feel important and this importance can also drive them to to want to really make change in the world mm. um and because they also feel like they can because mm. there's an importance i feel like i i have that uh 
power in me yeah um and so like that's great as long as ego doesn't get involved right which is like the kind of shadow sides of, of leo mm. uh because you naturally can see your influence um so leos are also very hardworking, attracted to luxury like i said um it really hurts to be accused of bad intentions Oof, yeah i feel that yeah oh, interesting. um they're like i said before very loyal and somewhat traditional and we have to remember this too because you know i think growing up i was always pegged as like the stubborn one whereas like we're both fixed signs mm. taurus and leo are both fixed mm. and they're both stubborn yeah you know yeah and i think like that's an interesting thing because we also think of earth signs as being the stubborn one but that, but i was like fixed signs in general are stubborn stubborn they, yeah they, they don't mm. move you know it's just, just perhaps like, that mm. sorry it's probably sorry, just ahead. perhaps the the stubbornness comes out around different things and in different ways, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So, yeah. like it's the, Great the... minds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so also, like, um, a mis- the misconception and the kind of perceptions that can be thrown on Leos are the narcissism, the ego, the show-off, the whatever. But actually, Leos can be really humble, mm. um, and they just might not seem it. And they can also, because there's this ego... They can also be very self-aware and self-conscious as well, mm. um, because there there is a there's a if you think about sun in Leo, there's a knowledge of self. Mm. You know, yeah. like it's then what you do with that. Not right. all Leos do something with that, mm. but there's still a consciousness of self because it's in a happy placement. Mm. You know? I feel like at least in in myself, I can see that in the the parts of myself that I most often joke about or make kind of to some extent self-deprecating jokes about is my leoness mm. like that is the stuff that i tease about or kind of play up in a joking way because mm. of how you know it, it can the the showiness or the little elements of of ego are are there i'm aware of it mm. and i would rather joke about it yeah. to even keep myself in check sometimes of like yeah mm, okay yeah. that makes sense yeah, that makes yeah. sense but the self-awareness i think is key then yeah there um, yeah, so that's kind of like a sun in Leo. Um, do you relate? Are you like, yeah, I totally get that. Are you like, oh, there's definitely other parts of my chart that really seep into now or? I feel like as a child, I was a very, very Leo child. Um, but as I've gotten older, I feel like I've, I've more and more related to on a deeper level, other parts of my chart, um, my Aquarius rising, my Taurus moon, and even other like my my Mars Libra, mm-hmm. um, and I you know some of that I think is just getting older, uh, self work stuff like that. And my Leo, of course, comes out in certain ways, and and of course can come out in in its own uh, toxic ways. But yeah, I, I feel like I relate to it most in terms of my my joking nature. That is, I think, yeah. where my Leo mm. kind of sits and like having fun or like me in like a, a social atmosphere. It's the essence. It's the outward. Yeah. It's the... When I'm just like vibing, I'm usually on my Leo, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, but I'm very, yeah, like it, it's not what I think, I don't feel like the, the stereotypical Leo qualities are what drive me um, mm. anymore in, in like career and in certain things, but they do definitely come to play. Like a lot of what you read, I think, is stuff that, um, people who don't know as much about they don't hear about that stuff they just hear mm-hmm. like Leo they think showy ego- yeah. egotistical yeah. And stuff yeah. but I, I definitely in my spotlight yeah and in my like academic pursuits and in my hopeful like career pursuits I feel like my Leo does come out it's just not in ways that the uninitiated would typically point out as Leo forms mm. you know what I mean by mm. that yeah 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 because um, I used to even now I've more recently been learning more about astrology from from you guys but also like in other parts of my life not only memes but <laughs> memes too memes. <laughs> um, but uh, I so I used to think I was like oh I guess I'm just really riding my Aquarius more because I've mm. gotten really into academia and I have a lot of plans around that but I now I'm starting to see no my Leo is there too mm. my Leo really helps drive me it, it's my passion mm. is deepened your north I think, node is in the Leo. ninth as well which what does I that mean about oh yes, wait two days ago what was that again your north node in the ninth house meaning that your this life is about seeking knowledge right oh no mm. like the philosophical mm. pursuits this life is about mm. finding truth in life yeah <laughs> bit more on a intellectual 
realistic level than a mm. spiritual level. Yeah. Well, I used to, um, I think something fascinating about me, um, well, it's the Leo <laughs> podcast, so whatever. Yeah. Um, we invited but you to talk about yourself. I, for many years, wanted to be an actress or be in theater. Um, I did a lot of theater as a kid, and even out of high school, I that was what I was pursuing. Um, but I hit a point where I started not feeling the passion for it anymore, and it was really mm. confusing. And um, then I, I applied for my, my bachelor's program that I'm, I'm going to finish this year in peace and conflict studies. And I started to really feel like I had found my calling. And mm. um, I think that I was, yeah, the idea of myself as a Leo was part of what had been a part of the drive mm. in acting. And then all of a sudden I was, I was really confused. It was like an identity crisis. Mm. And so there's a, these other parts of my chart that have come in that I think when you were telling me about a lot of this mm -hmm. stuff, Audrey, I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense because I don't, yeah, that the things that I wanted for acting for me were things that I grew out of. Yeah. Uh, and that's not to say all actors are like anymore. this. Yeah, for me, it's like I, part of it was totally an attention seeking thing. I had that, mm -hmm. I wanted to be seen and I wanted to be validated. And then I started seeing and validating myself. Mm -hmm. And so that part, the toxic part of the Leo stuff, I think, started to fade in the background and the parts of Leo that are positive for me fed exactly. into my deeper purpose. And, and you can also realize that these, mm. these parts don't actually have to serve a realistic occupational mm. purpose. Yes. They can literally just serve in your life, in mm. your being, in your... Yeah. Because again, mm. I think also with kind of us being brainwashed by capitalism, we are told that use what we are and what we have, sell it out to mm -hmm. our career. Yeah, You know, like yes, sell totally. it out to our job, our calling. And it's like... Mm -hmm life isn't about the job or calling. Mm. It's like literally every second of every day who you're with, your relationships, your love, yourself, mm -hmm. your relationship with yourself. And then also just what you do and what you choose to do, what yeah. you, how you spend your time on. And so like, that's why like I find it so fun to look at astrology in this way and look at the qualities that the potentials that people have to bring in certain energies into their life. It doesn't have to be towards a making money standpoint, mm -hmm. you know, like a career. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever, because I've listened to a few, I haven't listened to the whole backlog that you guys have of episodes, but have you guys ever talked about, I know, I was I'm joking kidding, with Audrey kidding. before being like, I'm so sorry, I'm bad, I haven't oh. listened to everything yet. But <laughs> no, have you guys okay. talked about how in some descriptions of the different signs, things get brought up, like I've, I've read this online on a couple of sites where it's like, oh, this sign, oh, they're typically good looking. Like yeah, they'll say yeah, something, yeah, like, yeah. and I find that really fascinating from, yeah. you know, I know you guys talk about the patriarchal or capitalistic elements that get brought into these things. And I think that that's kind of fascinating because that's something that gets attached to Leo a lot. Mm. And I remember as a young person, I found that intimidating because I had my own insecurities about my physical form and these, my, my own like issues about the importance of it, which, you know, comes from the society mm. that we live in. Mm. But I think that's a really fascinating thing that like, why would... In astrology, why would your physical yeah. form be part of it in terms of the the how it's perceived by other people mm -hmm. in terms of good yeah. looking? Looking, you know? yeah, that's interesting. And we didn't we did an episode on um, because there is a part of astrology that looks at uh, different astrological signs ruling different parts of the body and therefore mm. having an impact on how things look. So, like the joke about Leos is Leos notoriously have really good hair. Um, yeah. The idea okay, that, well, that's true. Yeah, the, <laughs> I think the idea that that you're a Leo, so you're good looking is bullshit mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. con constructs of good looking are societal, right? Right. So like that doesn't make but, any sense. And that's, you yeah. know, Rachel and I have talked about this too, is that so much of astrology, and this is what we're trying to get away from, but so much of it and everything that we've been researching about it is so tainted by the system and mm. the culture that we live in. Mm -hmm. And so it, it tries to fit into what we live in rather right. than just being fundament about fundamentals, mm -hmm. like about just like, like it's so wanky to keep saying energy but that's all I can wanky? fucking say yeah, yeah. just like essences <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Essences I've just things. never heard it used never that heard, way wanky she's never heard used wanky like I've I, heard wanker like when people are like oh you're a no, wanker if but. it's wanky so I picked I think I picked this up while I was in the UK yeah that, I'd say that's maybe a, a British thing saying wanky yeah. it's a bit wanky yeah. I say that quite wanky. a lot I kind of love that. It's, it, I'm going to start sense, throwing that it? into my like daily speak. It makes speak. sense. Like something's wanky. Like, yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Um, no, but it is. But like it is about fundamental energy, right? Like mm. that. So, so I think when we talk about kind of Venus kind of signs or like whatever you think of appearance or something, mm. it's actually more to me about like allure 
but it also depends on the person. Yeah. But some people will have a lot of people really be like, like magnetically attracted to them, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, but that could be from a plethora of things. Like if you take it in the Marilyn Monroe situation with her Neptune first, which I have as well, but that is a projection on what she isn't. Yeah. But people are projecting what they want. Yeah. Or if you take it in a different kind of like moon setting, so you could even do a Venus in the 10th house. Mm -hmm. And Venus in the 10th house people are often famous for their looks. Mm -hmm. Again, mm. it's not necessarily that they are the most attractive, but they're famous for their looks. They're mm. famous for what people want to put on them. Interesting. So mm. I don't know. There's lots to look at there and it's some interesting things to talk about. There's also mm. YouTube videos about like, I've seen ones that are like um, the the aspects to see like how attractive you are, like stuff like that. I'm like, this is uh, such bullshit. Like it's such bullshit. bullshit. So, yeah, it no, feels very toxic. And, it's so toxic. Yeah, and it's so particularly toxic. since astrology tends to be a... Um, uh, considered something this of this more feminine or female oriented thing in within western society yeah. yeah and and of course not uh, people who know more about it obviously aren't in that but when you generally talk to people or at least in my experience it's considered like um it's because it's tied to spirituality apes. and spirituality is tied to femininity right and, and emotion and stuff so that automatically so it, then it feels even more toxic to all of a sudden have these bullshit ideas about physical appearance shoved into it when it's like okay really we're gonna we're we're gonna put this here too in spirituality and in these kind of old practices we're gonna bring in this toxic bullshit i don't like it I know, it's no. so stupid. No, no, I don't know so if this was all too off topic or no, not. No, it just no, popped no, in my sense. head and I was like, ooh. No, no, of course. I was going to say, we can talk about the other Leo placements. And um, Rachel, if you wanted to read two of them, these are ones that I um, I wrote down just like little notes about them while yeah. I was doing my readings two weeks ago. Um, do you do you want to take two? I'll take, shall I do the first two? Are you sure. Do the second two? I'm just going to have a bit of water first. Oh, go for it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have some yeah, water, too. Water H2O break. Yeah, sorry. Do you want me to go grab my little water bottle? It's fine. Gosh. Yeah, dude. Keep hydrating. Good crack. <sighs> I should say good pop. <coughs> I mean, recording is only going to hear me say good, good crack. crack. Good crack. A, I don't know. A, a hit of crack. What would a be a crack? A bump of crack? Well, no, bump is cocaine, I think, a right? Whiff? They say like a bump. A whiff. A whiff Snort? of crack? <laughs> Yeah, you'd just uh, say a, you'd a say smoke. a line, guys. A line a of crack. Yeah. Of crack? I thought it was but it's cocaine. Coke. Yeah, crack is cocaine. Not but exactly. isn't crack a... Yeah, because don't you smoke crack? Yeah, you smoke I crack. I don't know. <laughs> you smoke crack. Because crack is... No, but maybe you can also... You can probably... I, I think it's just I, I thought crack was just another name for cocaine maybe it isn't that's fine it's, no, it's, it's similar because well oh. crack was developed crack it is, actually is made on the streets well also no but here's the thing this is actually look into this later but so it is similar to cocaine but crack was developed to target poor mm-hmm. um, specific communities yeah. which is kind of this racialized thing yeah. cut this out of the podcast because yeah, yeah. uh, I also don't yeah. have um, I, I need more info yeah, yeah, on it but I remember reading about this yeah, that it was actually done too. because mm-hmm. in America you can get you get a harsher sentence for crack even though it's basically the same thing as coke but coke is used by you know white, white wealthy ah. yeah white collar and then crack is typically on the streets connected to um black or latino gangs so yeah it's this very racialized thing it's very interesting oh wow that's suggest. so interesting yeah sorry <laughs> back to the I get off topic no it's cool. back to the pod so, so rachel you can tell us about the moon yeah so the moon in leo um it really depends on, on other placements, but it, this doesn't necessarily mean you're outgoing or maybe an extrovert here. Um, you A moon Leo likes kind of being the center of attention, but only really when they're comfortable. So maybe being in the spotlight at home is something they enjoy. And I guess also with this being the moon, that might be kind of also tied to childhood again here. Like um, you maybe as a child were the center of attention in your house and that was something you enjoyed. Um, there's kind of a sense of you might feel a need to control and organize family, friends, social groups, social gatherings, which I feel like I really know in other people, this sense of like taking control and kind of leadership, if you know what I mean. Um, they like to see, oversee things going on within their circle um, and like to create and entertain for other people. Um, they want to treat others fairly and justly and that feels really important to them. And Luna Neo, Luna, no, that was so hard to say. What? Alliteration. Luna Leos need a lot of love and attention to be emotionally fulfilled. And that's something to maybe be aware of if you have a partner who has a Luna Leo. Um, And because of that fixed placement, difficult to change their mind. They can be very stubborn and opinionated. Like Tauruses, actually, there's a weird duality between Leos and Tauruses. There is. 
Interesting. Mm, yeah. And I was actually thinking about that to pop that in there is that living like growing up with a Leo and having that kind of like big kind of confidence you have and the um just like a lot of like worth and self and I'm going to be loud and I'm and proud about it, you know, all <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Mm. And it was interesting cuz that never bothered me and I think that's probably due to a lot of my Taurus placements and having a lot in my second house and having a shit ton of self worth myself Mm. so like I never felt like overshadowed and Mm. I never felt um I never felt like insecure compared to you yeah you know like it was like we we both you were just we both projected our like um confidence in different ways yes yeah Mm. but which helped too because we weren't then competitive in that sense no, we because we showed it differently, but we were both always very self-confident and I think also yeah. have enough overlapping kind of certain placements or even like I think my Taurus moon kind of maybe oh, even yeah. helped in that where Definitely. we So yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was kind of interesting that's to interesting. have. Yeah. I wonder if that's also your Capricorn ascendant as well, Audrey. Mm. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have that. The earth. The earth. Um, the earth. The earth. <laughs> but yeah. Do you want to take Mercury, Rachel? Yeah, I'll do Mercury. Um, this feels like quite obvious, like Leo Mercury's speak with so much authority and they like, they know they're going to be heard because they speak with lots of authority. Very good at persuading other people. Um, and that persuasion is probably about winning people over with warmth rather than kind of logic. So more about your, your energy, the way you say things necessarily than how you say things, or maybe like the facts you have if you know what I mean Mm. um very charming have a have a flair for kind of drama when they present they're creative when they present things a very fiery communicator very quick and probably gets quite a lot of attention from the way they speak about things the way they communicate to other people um and that huge flair for the dramatic just like rings through all the time in the way that they present they're probably people who when they tell stories, they're like incredibly elaborate in their telling of that story. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely know that in people, some people that are Mercury yeah. and Leos. Because I often find myself around Mercury fire signs. Um, and I, I feel that. So I'll read Venus. Venus, Madalena also has Leo mm. Venus. Mm. So you have Leo Sun and Leo Venus. Um, so there's a lot of pride here. Uh, I as we talk about all of these ones like when you're talking about the signs they're going to be similar in similar ones but you have to compartmentalize and think about them in their own planetary right. placement so um it kind of for for venus and leo if you're not confident in love matters you fake it till you make it mm. you just like mm. oh that was me for a while you just you just go for it and it's like because you have the the fiery extroverted flair to do it even if you're not confident you just fucking do it um generous affectionate playful very creative um a hard time potentially bouncing back from breakup especially if it hurts your pride um i love this one delightfully dramatic (laughs) you know because like it's kind of like especially venus is not just like romance it's also just how you relate to others and you like to relate to others in kind of a dramatic way Mm. you like the flair Mm -hmm. you know um so it can add excitement to relationships Mm. you know it just adds excitement Mm. into life um, what can I say? I'm an exciting gal. You're so exciting. <laughs> uh, and Venus and Leo demands a lot in love. That means they have high expectations. Um, <laughs> and in it's, your face. Mm, <laughs> like ah, yeah, me. <laughs> and it's, it's about the. It's good to have high expectations, but yeah. it's also about the attention that you want. Yes. And the attention that you seek. Yep. Um, Had to work on that after my last relationship. Like, wow, I was way too demanding of certain things. Yeah, because you might be quite demanding on that. on that because you also. It's kind of like when you have Venus in a in a sign, which obviously we all have, but when you have that, you are expecting that for you, but at the same time, you kind of give that to others. Yes. So you yeah. give a lot of attention as well. Yeah. You know, and a lot of affection. And yeah. it's like, it, and so it depends on who you're with. So some, for some people, it could be too much, mm-hmm. you know, and especially like if you're asking for it. Yeah. Um, and so here it can be hard to separate love and sex. Um, there is a need to feel special. And um, so just feeling special from your relationships, from like people in your life as well Mm -hmm. um and but generally venus and leos are warm generous grand dramatic and like a lot of fun because like again leo ruling fifth house it's just fun like it's about like playfulness Mm. it's just and that's why it's creative because it's Mm -hmm. creative in the not in the watery emotional sense it's creative in the i want to just play Mm -hmm. i want to like make things and have fun yeah Mm. um yeah so that's fun 
Do you do you relate? You relate. I know. I definitely relate. I feel like I relate a lot, and I feel like something that I think is interesting, or at least that I've learned more recently, is like that within my Venus Leo, there are some people who can feed some of that attention stuff, but for most of it, like I can also give myself that attention, yeah. mm. and that will also like I'm I'm the best at giving myself that attention mm. because I'm me and I know me, so I definitely do a lot of like. I don't know. There's certain very Leo and Venus things that are like, I think even Audrey, you were like teasing me a couple months ago when we were kind of in like the self-imposed quarantine or like when I was, yeah, um, yeah. and I was, you know, randomly like doing makeup in my room yeah. and having dance parties and shit. Yeah. She was like dressing up. Yeah, I was, I was like, just... where are you going? Cause like me and my little Taurus self, I'm like, if I have nothing to dress up for, I'm going to stay in my sweats and curl up in a bed. Which I will say like, I love comfy clothes or like I'm naked a lot, but I just had felt <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like, that is like not me. Like, <laughs> I'm also naked a lot. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, you're I'm not. Not. Even if like a friend is sleeping over, I'm like, I'm just gonna sleep shirtless, okay? Like, <laughs> like I just like being naked. But I, I just, I don't know. I like, um, it's almost like that kid, that playful kid part of yeah. me. That's like, I still like playing dress up, and it's not for anyone. It's just for me. And mm. yeah, so I think mm. I've like learned more of to like allow that in myself. Mm. Otherwise, if I don't do that, I think I become too needy, too attention seeking, and too mm. uh, just too much for that's, a lot yeah, of people. That's some good mm. advice for those. Yeah, Leo's out yeah. There. particularly yeah, like, like serve yourself because mm. you're the yeah. you know you best yeah mm. yeah you can give it to yourself and if there's any other Leos out there who like also tend to attract very like earthy people um you know it can sometimes be too much for them yeah. and like give them a break you can give it to yourself yeah. you know it doesn't need to be all the time like just mm. chill out sometimes and yeah. have your own dance party that that <laughs> yeah. is the thing with um I don't think we mentioned it yet on the pod uh my sister and I tend to so I'm I'm a Taurus son, she's a she's a Leo son. And we tend to date people that are the opposite the, the other versions of us. So like yeah. her last relationship was with the Taurus son and mine yeah. was with the Leo son. Yeah. Uh, which which is interesting too yeah. considering but with both of those relationships, it was not only a relationship but a really close friendship. Yeah, like, very close friendship. So it's mm. I think it's just very funny. <laughs> so funny. Mm. How that happens. Yeah. I was I was thinking about with the Venus and the yeah Venus and Leo. I was thinking about signs that might uh, clash slightly with that placement, mm. just because of the particularly the needing quite a lot and needing quite mm-hmm. a lot of attention. If you need that from other people, um, I was thinking about. I did a reading for uh, two friends uh, last week, and one of them had their Venus in Cancer, and Cancer is a sign that in a Venus placement is like so giving and maybe too giving, and mm. I can imagine a. Not at all that it wouldn't work, but both people would have to meter themselves quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I was thinking about Venus Aquarius placements, who yeah. are people who it's are a, incredibly rebellious. Yeah, they want to be, they want to be, even if they're not super rebellious, they like to be having atypical experiences and atypical kind of romantic experiences. And I think their need for being the unique one might clash slightly with the need for attention mm-hmm. for a Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite funny. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about like um drama that's similar to Scorpio energy because Scorpios love oh, so a bit true. of drama. So they true. love the intensity. You know, mm. and for Scorpios, the only difference is I feel like Leos, it's about playful drama. With Scorpios, they want depth. Mm. They're seeking emotional yeah. depth, like almost uh-huh. always. Um, and so there, there is something interesting there, but they also love that kind of like, um, I don't know. They love just feeling like it's not surface level because the surface level would be a bit more like, like Gemini, a bit mm. more like Libra might be a bit like that. Yeah. Whereas, they seek like boom, like depth, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'll do Mars, Mars and Leo. So Mars is Leo feels as if their life doesn't just have significance, but their life is of great significance. Um, their desires and passions run high. They have well-defined ambitions and goals. And you really feel like you have a sense of a calling with this placement. Mm. Um, you act with authority and power. Their ego can be wrapped up in their actions, so there's a sense of pride in what they do, um, and they can be somewhat self-righteous and also conflict seekers. I think anybody that has mm. their Mars in a fire sign can be a somewhat conflict, conflict seeker. seeker. Yeah, they like an yeah. argument. Yeah. One and- of my best friends uh, is really? um, um, Mars Leo, yeah. and it was funny because she just found out and 
neither of us knew that much about it. So hearing that, this yeah. is very interesting. Arguments can be quite <laughs> dramatic, yeah. Mm. But I would say anybody with with a fire fire Mars is a little bit like they they like the chaos a little oh, bit. Interesting. Like they, there's a there's a craving. And no matter what other placements they have, there's a bit of them that will crave a bit of chaos. Now, obviously, that can be evened out if you have a lot of like harmony, Libra, right. yes. Taurus. Peace, you know. I'm just so curious but. to hear what she's gonna say about that. I'm, so, I'm gonna be like, girl, you gotta listen to this episode. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I just want to hear her Why reaction. It's so funny. Yeah. So, so you know, as you, as you can see, going through the signs, they can be quite different, different placements, mm. and also just depending on what else you have in mm-hmm. your chart. You know, mm. like Madalena has a Mars and Libra. You're mm. not conflict seeking. You know, but you like the the fun dramatic. You like yes. The I like dramatic. silly fun dramatic. I like you know, very jokey, dramatic. When it comes to, like, real drama, I have no, very little patience. It. I will either do my best to, like, seek balance or I'll be like, this is bullshit, I'm out. Like, I'm not mm, playing stupid yeah. games and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's Leo. Cool. That's yummy. Yeah. Do you, do we have any questions for Madalena? Or Madalena, do you have any questions for us? Mm. I have a question. I wanted to see what do because I can't remember for you right now. But do you guys have any Leo placements? I don't. Need no, I don't. <gasps> you guys not even none? in our outer planets. No. You're missing out, guys. But, like, that's what I literally. I keep saying to people like, if I had any Leo in me, I would be a narcissist, like full. <laughs> oh, on. that's what you were saying earlier, mm. right? No, like I I'm think, already I, you're not so wrong. up there. You're not wrong. Like I'm already so up there. <laughs> I love that. Like so any much. Leo would send me over the over yeah. there. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> but there are. Um, there are things I, I do connect with, with it, mm. except maybe the attention stuff. But I like, mm. I think this is the thing is like, I like, I enjoy being the center of something if I'm in control of it or I feel rather, not that I am, but I feel in control of it. Like mm. I, I, I hate being the attention of like the center of a rumor at school, Faye, for example. Mm. Oh I yeah, found she that, hates people talking about her. I, mm. I, so do you, bitch. <laughs> I, and you hate it more than me. I don't know yeah. who really likes it, but like some people like. I think some people. Like, oh, I, like I think. Uh-huh. I think some but people do really like it. I think some people mm. like. I have friends from high school who definitely kind of vibed it when they were talked about, you mm. know. And that's fair, you know. That's a vibe. But I really dislike. I hate being. I hate something being the center of something that feels like I can't we contain have more control it. Issues. Mm, yeah, yeah. Control issues. Yeah. I have some control issues, but I don't think in the same way. Yeah. Mm. Um. What was it? I mean, I think everyone has some control oh, issues, yeah. but <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But I, I think it's it is funny. We've, I think Rachel and I have touched on on, on the podcast a couple episodes ago, maybe. Um. That I definitely find myself around Leos, and I really enjoy being around Leos. Yeah. And um. And Rachel, I feel like I mean, you. I think you're warming up to it, but I don't know if you seek it as much as I do. No, I think uh, there's something about the the performativity bit of a Leo oh, that yeah. that I some it really depends on the person, right? I think it depends, and it also depends on the rest of their chart. But like, mm. I find people who perform a version of themselves really difficult because I'm very like on the surface just tell me how you feel just tell me who you are and when people yeah. aren't like she doesn't that like games. i don't like games i don't like fucking around really i like just honesty i like to have fun but i think you can do that and be yourself at the same yes. time Agreed. and i don't yeah. i don't really get people who who aren't themselves i find that really difficult i think just because for me it's so instinctive to just be myself with everyone all the time yeah yeah and so some of the Leos I know, sometimes I'm like, I have to tap out from you because I can't, your dishonesty is making me angry. And it's like, yeah. it's like not that they're doing anything wrong. It's just that I have a, a struggle with that. But I'm yeah. like, I've chilled out a bit more about it. But I think it's, I think Audrey and I are thinking of the same person and it's about the specific person as a whole, maybe than just their Leo self. Mm. Mm. and it, it for me it depends too because I'm, I'm very similar I mean Rachel and I as we know have very similar charts mm-hmm. and I really dislike people that are not themselves mm. like yeah, I have a really same. not dislike but I have a hard time being around them right. yeah me I'm, too I'm very myself a lot but I think it's in different ways because I like the performing thing I like performativity I like the kind of like uh, playfulness what I don't like is being dishonest with yourself well there's a big difference That's between I have being, a hard time with like performing for fun versus performative of the self and like yeah yeah Yeah. because I very much connect with what you guys are saying of because I 
I like having fun. I like being playful, but I'm honest maybe to a fault sometimes where like I really mm. am like, this is my shit. And maybe sometimes say things I sh- maybe should keep Same. for myself. Yeah. But, yeah, 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 but yeah. I also, I don't, I'm not actually friends with a lot of Leos mm. um, or like I've had some friendships, but um, it's, yeah, I think part of it is when it comes into this thing of playing a certain mm. role that is, yeah, dishonest or not genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... I, for someone else. Yeah. For the crowd. Yes. And it, and it comes off or, or, there, or to achieve a reaction. Mm-hmm. I really dislike that or... Because I wouldn't say it doesn't trigger me. It doesn't like hugely bother me, but it just kind of, yeah, repels me. Like yeah, it's like magnets you where you're like, oop, I'm going to be over here actually. That's yeah. not really my vibe. Mm-hmm. But I think it is interesting how to talk about, and we should do this with the other signs too, to talk about how we relate to the signs, mm. you know, and how, how we, what our reactions, because it doesn't mean that the signs are inherently bad or there's nothing mm. wrong with it. It's just like where I'm coming from, where I'm sitting with my chart and mm. with my signs, how am I interacting with these other signs, you know, mm. like, like, why do I really enjoy some and why do yeah. I really like, ah, stay away from others, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, 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 definitely. I also find... I think for me, fire signs, the instinctive attraction to chaos is not something I have. And so I'm like, there's something there about, like, nah, Stefan back. I have a flair for drama. Mm. It depends mm. on where the drama is, because I'm, if I sense somebody is attracting chaos or like subconsciously wants chaos, I will tend to start taking a little bit of a backseat in that relationship because mm. I really don't want. You know, it doesn't make me feel safe to have someone who's like attracting in. No, um, no, no, no. Chaos. If it's serious, I don't. I, yeah. I fucking hate it. If it's yeah. anything, if it's like fake and like playful, yeah, I enjoy it. I'm yeah, like, I'm that's here fun. for it. I'm entertained. Yeah, but um, but no, anything that gets actually like serious, and that's where I think these Mars placements can mm. be difficult. When these Mars placements and Venus placements, mm. honestly, because it's mm-hmm. how you relate to people. Yeah. If somebody's mm. working in themselves, they're doing stuff for themselves. But now, all of a sudden, if you're bringing this chaos into mm. how you relate to other people, mm. that is like n- just like not safe and not consensual, mm-hmm. and um, something that needs to be looked at. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah how do I feel about that? But I relate. I relate so much to the stubbornness. I relate so much to the loyalty. Like loyalty mm-hmm. is something I feel so intrinsic. I think it has to be fixed sign stuff, right? Yeah. 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 And also, there's so much I admire. Like I'm really not adventurous. I I really are. I'm not. I've done very few adventurous things, nor do I often partake in them. Wait, like, there's a couple. There's a couple things in Rachel's chart that point to her being a little bit of a party pooper. <laughs> yeah, there really are. There really are. A little bit. A little there bit. really are. But it's not. It's more of a. I don't think. She's I hope I'm not. She ha- she's happy. She's comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with because I don't. I also don't think it's necessarily a. I'm a party pooper for other people. I'm a party mm, pooper no. for myself. Yeah, for yourself. Self. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like I like I will. I if I. If I'm at a party and I have a, a fleeting thought of maybe I want to go home, I will just go home. I will not even, I won't me. even question it. Like yeah. rather than like being like, oh, you know, I'll, no. I'll sit with it for a bit. I'm just like, no, you don't, I'll go home. You don't actively poop on other people's parties. but um, That's good to know. S- s- but s- to know. sometimes my, my party is pooped, but that's also because I let my party be pooped. Mm. See what I'm saying? What, by me? Big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's because you're pooping your party and I'm so close to you. That you like take it on. I as take your it own on thing. as well, and yeah. I get pooped. Ah, uh, I see. So, I it, see. but that's my issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm but saying is that, that like yeah. your issue is that you poop on your own party. My issue is that mm. I let you, I let myself get pooped by your party. Mm. Same thing. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. There's things to work it's, on that. Yeah. But also, like my thing is that when I poop my own party, it's not really. It's also like not really part in pooping because I'm never sad about coming home. <laughs> no, you're not sad. <laughs> no, I'm never. No. I'm just like I just want to go home and go to bed. It's really funny because I really relate to that and I don't think people would think that of like a Leo, but like Mm. when I hit my limit, I'm done and I'm not like, I'm never upset about it. I'm not like make it a thing, but there've been a couple of situations even recently where like I couldn't leave yet because I had a friend who was going to come back with me to my place Mm. um, because her place was too far to go home. And I just, what I ended up doing instead was just like taking breaks from the environment because the music was too loud. It was like a lot of lights and stuff. So I just took a couple walks. Like Mm. I just went and walked. It was like outside it was like an outdoor thing yeah and um and that really helped because I just needed that time to myself and even though yeah I think people think of maybe Leo's as like they want to be like live at the party they can party all night it's like no I really I hit a certain limit and I need a break and I love going home after something or like 
I like smaller gatherings. Honestly, I'm not a big crowds person. I, I read I read something about Leos that it was mm-hmm. like you can tell Leo by how they enter a room, uh-huh. and like I guess it depends on the room, right? Yeah. But if you have a room full of friends, do you walk in quietly, put down your stuff, or do you walk in and announce yourself? Oh my god, I announce myself. Yeah, nice. if it's a room full, like and that's nice. the thing. I think like me at a party that is a like say it's like 15 friends or something. I'm like probably what you would think of of the typical leo but if mm. i walk into like a big thing i'm usually like oh god there's so many fucking people <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like more overwhelmed and just like eh. mm. yeah yeah i mean how do we feel that was leo guys that yeah. felt juicy madeline you had such good insights yeah oh, thank you and i yeah. feel i feel like uh, also, because I don't actually know a lot of Leos, I really don't, and it's nice to chat more with them because I think definitely Audrey's right. A couple of months ago, I was like, I don't know how I feel about Leos. I think I'd stay away from them. Whereas actually, like so much of it, I really connect with. Yeah, you know? because I also like I think because Rachel Rachel can be put off by like maybe one Leo that like is was a bit like too much or whatever, and she'll be like, Yeah, I'm not really into it, you know. And I'm like. Know. And I'm, what? Is it someone I know? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, um, and I was like, oh, but like, I love Leos. I'm always around Leos. I grew up with a Leo. Mm. And so like, and you and I, Rachel and I have such a similar chart that I'm like, mm. you have to love Leos to a certain <laughs> yeah, extent, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. when you get to know, when you, you, you get to know Madalena. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, there's, there's something about learning and, and when you grow in yourself and you're learning from your own kind of signs and your the elements that you have and then when you meet someone with the same ones but have not gone through that journey or mm. are not on that journey it can be difficult it can be tough like I know some Tauruses that I'm like I do not I don't get along with mm. yeah I totally yeah, know Tauruses that I don't get along with that are stubborn that are um, very selfish very selfish mm. you know uh, and and that I'm not interested in because I saw those parts in me and I, I've worked on those parts, especially I think it's, I feel like the sun parts are the quickest things that you tap into to work on. I don't know. It feels like I'm yeah. like, oh, it just like, like, yeah, no, I, get I can work mean. on that. It just, it feels very accessible. It's not, it's mm. not super deep sometimes. Mm. It's just a bit yeah. like, oh, I need to just learn that other people Whereas are like, I'm, unpacking your Lilith is a bit long. Unpacking <laughs> your fucking black moon Lilith is like, yeah. what's my black moon Lilith? <laughs> oh, we can look it up after. Oh, okay. Or like unpacking your Chiron is like the most painful shit. Oh, wait, show. no, black oh, moon, I think I'm Gemini because I think mama sent me one. We'll see your house stuff is going to be more oh, interesting. Okay, okay. We'll look at it. Mm. Cool. We'll look at it. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. That's, I get you. It's a good time. It's a good time. Mm. Learning and growing, yeah. you know? Yeah, self-development. Self-development. Amen. On astrology. Um, Should we do Where Are We Ass? Yeah. Do you know what Where Are We Ass is? Mm, I don't know. So we do this thing at the end of every episode where we ask each other where we're ass. It's just saying where you're at. Oh, uh-huh. But we say where you're ass. Uh-huh. Um, doesn't make sense grammatically, but it's cool. Um, so... <laughs> So we just ask each other, where are we ask? And we just say kind of like, it's different to internal weather. Internal weather is like, where am I at right now mm-hmm. in, in weather? Mm-hmm. Where am I ass? Is where am I ass in life? Okay. In this general chunk of time, where am I could be more. It could be more tangible stuff like, mm-hmm. I'm on summer break or I yeah. ate a really good sandwich today. Or I'm, I'm so excited that my little sister's home. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck would be feeling that. Oh. But. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, I have. Anyways, do you want to go first? Where are you ass? No, I don't want to go okay, first. <laughs> okay, okay, Rachel, where are you ass? Where am I ass? Um, I'm feeling, I spent last night, uh, I saw a very, very close friend and then I saw two other very, very close friends. And so I had an evening of seeing like close friends Popular. and I felt very um, like, I don't know, I think because of COVID and not being able to just spend as much time as I normally would with the people I'm really, really close to in my life. There was something about seeing those people that I was just like, oh, I feel like at peace now, at home now, which was really nice. And I feel like I'm carrying that a bit into today. Um, And I also feel a bit like I'm on, you know, when you're on the brink of like a really, really busy period, you're like, it's coming, I know it's coming, I'm there. And so I'm like, Oh, okay, and I'm getting a bit like, ah, oh, busy, busy. But then I'm also really excited because all the things that are happening in the next like four weeks are so exciting. Mm. So, so yeah. I feel that. It's a good time. It makes sense. I'm also hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry too. We'll go eat. We'll go eat. Very hungry. Um, shall I go or do you want to go? You can go. I'll finish everything off. Hey, do you want to ask? <laughs> Audrey, where are you ass? Where am I ass? Um... 
I, well, I'm in Sweden, <laughs> like, pra- like logistically, geographically, I'm in Sweden now. Uh, I took Your physical my... presence. I, I love, I love the idea that you're like, I'm metaphorically in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, r- geographically, like physically, I'm in Sweden. Um, emotionally, I'm definitely in like, Barcelona. No, I don't know. What a choice. <laughs> I know. I was. I was trying to. I was gonna say Barbados, and I was like, wait. And then the moment you said Barcelona, I tasted bolognese in my mouth because I remember being when we were in Spain <laughs> as kids, and the only, and I just kept ordering <laughs> bolognese. <laughs> yeah, I was really into it. I like. How I you had like a, a really strong bolognese, yeah. sensual experience. Yeah, I was right like, mm, I can taste this. No, but that was more in Alicante, so I could see. I could see the water and the boats, and I could taste the bolognese. Well, that's where I am. Honestly, like, wow. mm, that's where I am. Mm, um, nice. Yeah, I mean. I'm I'm doing okay. Job applications and shit. Uh, mm. Figuring shit out for the masters that were gonna be happening. I'm just happy to be home. Nice. I'm happy to be home. I am feeling a bit existential. We were watching lots of um like uh, old childhood videos yesterday, and oh, which I've never seen, and it makes me so happy to watch them. But at the same time, like I have like deep fears around time, and so I'm like getting a little triggered. Um, mm. And so last night I was just like, what is this? Having an existential crisis. I was having a bit of an existential crisis. Mm. Um, and Hallie was there just like not, my dog, she was there just like not comforting me. Your dog, the family the dog, excuse you. Wow. <laughs> How dare you family just dog. co-op it. She's a Gemini, okay? She, she spreads herself thin. Um, <laughs> wait, what's, what sign or what sign is at the end of May, like May 25th? What sign is at the end of May? Gemini? That, that means my cats are Gemini's. Your cats are Gemini's. They're yeah. twins. Well, they're not. They're sisters, but because well, they, they come be from twins. a big yeah. litter, so I don't know if you can call them twins. But sure, they're twins. Oh, Fraternal, that's definitely. Don't look that's like. so true. Because they're all cute. born at the same time. Yeah. So does that mean cats have like ten tuplets or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Are you, I guess they're twins. Yeah, yeah. I guess they yeah. are twins. That's wow, so that's exciting. Cute. Little Gemini twins. Yeah. That was that's literally cute. a revelation. I'm so happy I've just realized that. <laughs> um, yeah, I where think that's where I'm at. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm just excited to be home and chilling mm. with everyone. I'm excited to see friends as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, feels weird always being in, in your kind of hometown, I mm. guess. Always feels a bit weird. Mm. Um, in my yeah. hometown. Okay, where are you at? Oh, okay. Uh, where am I, ass? Um, I'm a bit tired and hungry right now. Um... I'm, but I'm enjoying summer. Uh, I'm really excited to go into my last year of my bachelor's. I'm Woo-hoo. super pumped for that. And to start applying for master's, I'm super pumped for that. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Hopefully going to be getting a call about my new apartment. Mm. Really pumped yeah. for that. Oh, my God, I need to get into a new place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm just living life, enjoying it. Very happy that my sister is finally here. And I didn't just yeah. say that because she gave me shit earlier. <laughs> like, for real, I'm very excited. I'm really excited. that hope I hope we get to have some family time playing uh, Jackbox games because yeah, that's oh, so yeah. much fun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready for some lunch. Your ass is a good place in life. My ass, and honestly, my ass is, like, in a comfortable chair. Mm-hmm. It's so comfy. Honestly, I want one of these office chairs. Some cute I'm undies. not going to lie. My butt is so uncomfy. These couches are rubbish. Oh, they're, yeah, they really are. Need a new couch, y'all. Yeah. Ours. Oh well, it's okay. We'll move into it. We move into a new house. We will get yeah, our own pumped. our own sofa. It's gonna be great. It's true. <sighs> so, thank you for sharing what your where your ass is. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. Always um, happy to talk ass. about my ass. Mm, yeah. Madalena, do you want to share your Instagram handle so you all our all our sure. anal beads can follow you? <laughs> Sure. Um, it's, We're testing it out. We're testing out the name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's at Madalena underscore Monique. Uh, Madalena, M-A-D-E-L-I-N-A underscore Monique. M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. I'm really bad at spelling. I feel like I'm I forget, no, I just was unsure. I was like, fuck, I hope I don't spell it wrong. Um, and yeah, and hey, if you're um, a romance scammer or one of those people who likes to just send girls weird DMs, please don't. I get too many of them. I've gotten some weird ones she lately. She gets a lot of weird sugar daddy requests. Yeah, a lot of sugar daddy. I also had someone who the, yesterday uh, messaged me and told me that I was the hottest, most beautiful girl they've ever seen, which is bullshit, first of all. <laughs> And this is, and literally, I'm not trying to be self-deprecating. It's just that makes no sense. But also, like, if you're going to fan my fire, how about, like, tell me how smart I am and yeah. that I'm, like, interesting, you yeah. fucking Also, just, like, whatever. don't, what, like, what is it with, with this thing of, like, you're a stranger, so I'll compliment you without your consent. Just, yeah. Like, just don't message me. I put in my bio now. I was, like, if you're trying to come at me, like, 
don't like I'm taken even though I'm not taken I'm just like mm. yeah so that yeah so funny don't message me weird shit <laughs> that is so funny. but like follow me like I'm so nice yeah. maybe cut out the part where I just talked like an asshole sorry no, it's so we love it um yeah so you can follow us at astrologers on Instagram or if you want to follow us personally at Audrey Barvey and at Rachel Elizabeth Coleman and then at astrology pod on Twitter boys if you don't follow them, you guys are fake fans, honestly. Fake uranal beads. <laughs> you, yeah, fake, you're fake, fake beads. uranal beads. You don't get yeah. to be a uranal bead then. Then you're just, um, you know, you're just a little bit of light finger play. And honestly, we're not here for that. We're here for some real shit. And if you're not here for that, you can leave. <laughs> I just choked. So become patrons of them. Go on Patreon. You guys don't have a fucking Patreon. Follow Patreon. Go, join their OnlyFans. <laughs> join my OnlyFans. Oh cosmic astrology. Yeah, cosmic nudes. What the fuck would a cosmic <laughs> nude be? If like you Photoshop your nudes and spaces and shit. No, me, me as a Leo, I put like a lion head on me and it's my nude body just like, uh, I'm Cosmic in. nudes. <laughs> oh no. Well, we don't have an OnlyFans yet. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Rachel, this do you is, know what that is? This has gone too far. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not that dumb. I know what you, I'm It's not that you're dumb. Is. You're just not in touch with the media culture currently. Yeah, I know what Patreon and OnlyFans is. Okay, amazing. Okay. Amazing. Cool. Anyways, if you don't know what it is, look it up. Uh, <laughs> Hi, it. Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Um, okay. Well, that was lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, for, thank you, Madalena, for thank joining you, my us. sister. Thank for you for having us. me, and I'll, I'll come back anytime. This was real fun, y'all. Yeah, you're uh, welcome back. back. Cool. Spars. Um, so what we do for our conclusion is one of us does see you in the future, but also time is a construct, and then the other one does suck my ass by. Would you like to do the suck my ass by part? Oh my god, I'm so flattered. No worries. You can do it in any way you want. Can I do it like I'm a phone sex operator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Cool, okay. okay. So <laughs> would you like Shall to Shall I say? Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, see you in the future, but also time is a construct. Suck my ass. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that amazing. picked up well. <laughs>